0: In 1961, Western Pennsylvania's Edinburgh State Teachers College, located in a resort town about 100 miles north of Pittsburgh, dropped teachers from its title. The administration wanted to increase enrollment, 1,600 at the time, by expanding its programs beyond the training of teachers, but students heading to Edinburgh for their freshman year were still mainly interested in becoming teachers. My wife Anita, after receiving a scholarship related to her hearing disability, had decided to attend Edinburgh, where her family had spent its summer vacations. She wanted to become an elementary school teacher and had her heart set on teaching kindergarten and first grade. She also wanted to teach young children with disabilities. I was also headed to Edinburgh in the fall of 1961, but for an entirely different reason. Out of high school since 1956, I'd been playing industrial league basketball against former college players and thought I could compete against college teams. When I discovered that Edinburgh had one of the worst basketball teams in Western Pennsylvania, I decided that was my best chance of playing college ball. There was no physical education major at Edinburgh, so most athletes signed up for social studies. I didn't relish the idea of spending the next four years in classes with football players and wrestlers, so I decided to become an English major. I liked reading Shakespeare's plays and classic novels like Ivanhoe.
1: Ivanhoe brings to the screen a romance that has grown immortal, an epic of gallantry, intrigue and adventure in the tumultuous days of England's crusaders. Sir Walter Scott, the great storyteller, gathers his characters together at the tournament at Ashby. Here for the sports of chivalry come Rowena, Saxon Queen on the arm of Cedric, and Isaac of York with his daughter the beautiful Rebecca. Here too come Lachsley and his forest outlaw, and the brave, preening Norman Knight.
0: A Tale of Two Cities, when I was in high school. It was the best
2: of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going direct to heaven. We were all going direct the other way. In short, the period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on its being received for good or for evil in the superlative degree of comparison only.
0: I also collected classics illustrated comic books so, at the least, I had a shallow knowledge of great literature. At the beginning of our senior year, Anita and I, now a couple, headed to our student teaching assignments. Anita finally had the opportunity to teach kindergarten and what in those days was called special education. I discovered that after spending my college days reading the classics without the help of comic books, that I loved teaching literature. After graduating from Edinburgh in 1965, Anita and I began teaching careers that spanned five decades. During our combined total of more than 50 years in the classroom, we taught everything from kindergarten and first grade to undergraduate college courses and graduate seminars. I've always believed that Anita's students, especially her first graders, were fortunate to have her as a teacher. Anita's special gift, because of her warm and caring nature, was to make her students look forward to coming to school rather than dreading the experience. To this day, her former students, now adults, will come up and hug her in gratitude. In my own case, I was the fortunate one because I had the opportunity to teach the world's greatest literature. It's difficult to fail when you love the subject that you're teaching, especially if that subject includes writers ranging from Chaucer and Shakespeare to Faulkner and Joyce.
3: Joyce is not just about what's on the page. Joyce liberated us from the literalness of words. With Joyce, it's all about the sound of the words, too. And that words can have sounds that have nothing to do with just the literal nature of the word. But by the sounds, you know what he's talking about. And so many, I don't know how many writers, but so many musicians have been attracted to that in Joyce.
0: Like Anita in me, Most who become teachers do so because they love the children or they love what they teach, and sometimes both. Teaching is a profession that will never make you rich or famous, but it does give you the opportunity to make young people feel better about themselves and more knowing about the world. These days, teachers face a challenge that Anita and I never had to face in all years of teaching. The pandemic is one of our country's darkest moments, but has brought to light what sometimes is taken for granted, that our teachers are essential to the welfare of our society. For that reason, their views, and not those of politicians, on how to move forward with the education of our children should be the determining factor in the difficult and dark days ahead. This is Pete Peterson for WSIU Radio.